What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hey, What You Watching? It's a podcast where Marcelo Pico and I discuss things that we've been watching recently. It's not every week, but we're here anyway. How are you, Marcelo? <laughs> hey, Matt. Uh, I'm doing great. This is weird. This is another mini Good bonus. Good to be back. Mini bonus Haycast episode. Um, I feel like uh, the Ghostbusters after we uh, took down... Uh, the Scalari brothers in the in the courtroom and Bill Murray screams, "We're back!" and uh, that's us. <laughs> that is a good movie. You know what? It is. Yeah. I watched that since we last recorded. Did you? Uh, it's my New Year's Eve tradition. Uh, we watched that. Oh God, that's right. You're reminding me that we haven't done an episode <laughs> since <laughs> December. I mean, we, we 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 did one just recently. Um, depending on when you listen to this and when this is released, uh, we just recorded episode one of this new run of this new season <laughs> sure so this is episode two or in total like maybe episode like 95 or something of Haycast. this would be 94 anyway whatever <laughs> there, there's also a Haycast after dark episode that i'm going to release soon so what will, will, will that be canonically oh will that be canonically in that's not run? canon it's not canon it's like that's a, not canon <laughs> do you remember anything about that episode matt no, because I was really drunk, and it was a long time ago. <laughs> I don't even remember when we released it, uh, but I I'm going to... I think other than uh, the Oscars, that's the last time I got that drunk. Oh, boy. Um, there's a reason why we don't do that anymore. <laughs> I think one is because you, you had to stop drinking for a bit. Uh, not not for personal reasons, but I think medical, right? Not to get into too much of what your life is. <laughs> it's but, fine. Uh, yeah. Antibiotics don't work when you drink. Yeah, so yeah. I so I had to stop. <laughs> so we had to stop. And I don't know, but you know, the, this this is like a more kid friendly hey cast after dark. You know, we don't is it? To, we don't have to drink. We're not talking about the times we threw up, which I think is what we talked about in that that episode. Did we? Oh god damn it. I think so. Um hey, you know, oh. it'll be great for me to listen back to it because I haven't listened back to it. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell it's about. <laughs> I think it was like a year ago or something. Wow. Anyway. Okay. So that'll be out for the public to listen to uh soon. Damn. Um, but for this, hey, uh, this is like a, a mini episode of the Haycast. No guests, yeah. just me and Matt. Um, it's the part of the episode where we just shoot the shit. How, it's fun. How, how you doing? Uh, what's what are you up? I mean, okay. So in last episode, you talked about playing video games. You talked yes. about watching 180 movies since January. <sighs> yeah, right. Wow. Um, we talked about the weather. Um, what else has happened in your life, Matt? Uh, well, we've been recording a lot of Spielberg episodes. We've been okay. watching a lot of Spielberg movies. Uh, he just had another movie come out, so that was fun. And I don't know if we want to talk about it on this show or save it for the actual Spielberg episode. It's funny because I cheated a bit. Uh, I, <gasps> I, I, I did. I, just, I, I cheated on the po- on the Spielberg podcast, Matt. How dare you! Um, it, it was it was with somebody who I had a relationship with for the longest time. Then we took a break, but then I was like, okay, it's time to 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 get back in a relationship with that. This this analogy is falling apart. Um, <laughs> I just recorded an episode of the Talk from Society podcast. So with uh, with Mark, we, we talked about it in the last episode. We, we I believe about, so. Yes, yes. Mark's good people. Yeah, I talked about South by Southwest, and I talked about Radio Player One on that episode. So. Um, yeah, let's, let's, cause I, I, I touched on it. I touched on like the experience of watching it at South by Southwest, but next time we talk about Ready Player One, we'll be on the Spielberg episode. Yes. Um, and I kind of want to go in depth with that. Uh, well, we haven't found a guest yet. We don't know exactly what, what we're going to do, but it's my dad. 
<laughs> you could bring your dad on. Might as well. I mean, <laughs> maybe I'll record a, a, an interview segment with him. That might be fun. I don't want to show my cards just yet, but well, for people who follow us on Twitter, they might already know. I mean, you're a huge fan of Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. I I mentioned that it was. Like, I own the three keys. What they are? They're on my TV stand right now. What do you mean? What is that? I mean? got them at Target. Uh, they sell the uh, the copper key, the jade key, and the crystal key in like a little set My from God. the people who make like the pop figures, but they're like life size replicas of the keys. You're such so a they nerd. Are, they are, so. I know, and they are actually surrounded by Twin Peaks pops and Star Wars action figures in front of my television right now. I I said this to you over DM. I said, <laughs> you fucking <"Matt."> nerd. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I said one. I said that. Or also, as uh, our friend Manish says to me, he's like, I just want to throw you into a locker. <laughs> <laughs> I I yeah I seen it earlier South by Southwest and we were talking about it over DM and I was like Matt it's like going inside your brain Matt Curion's brain he's like you're um, gonna flip I'm like oh yeah. am I I I kind of like undersold it to you too um but yeah I I knew you'd love it and of course you love it um I I like it a lot I do I do but there's just some things that rub me the wrong way but overall. It's pretty funny, and you just sent me a link. What, what is this? The is, are these the keys? You can oh. see them in the picture, I think. Uh, I see. Oh, I see them. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah. And you have your Funko figures and your Star Wars uh, toys there. Too. Yep, yep. That's all of them. And all those game systems. Jesus Christ! There is how many game systems? One, two, three, four, five, six. About six right there. Oh. Maybe maybe seven, and then in the the cabinet next to it, there's about three more. Matt, this picture is Ready Player One. Okay, <laughs> this is. You should see the rest of my apartment. Jesus, you should, you should tweet out this picture and do like that one perfect shot <laughs> meme. <laughs> Director Steven Spielberg, cinematographer Jamus Kaminsky, Ready Player One. Yeah, I should. Um, I should. But yeah, no, of course you love it. Of course you do. Of course, of course, of course. It's it's fun. Um, it'll be a perfect end to that run of Spielberg podcast, which it won't be the end. We'll come back for more Spielberg movies as soon as he makes them. Um, but yeah, it's that series has taken a lot out of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I didn't realize I, I was have to, I would have to put so much work into it. Cause I do the research on each every, and every you one. You do the homework. It's fun. doing. The I homework. mean, I mean, I just watch the movies and, and maybe do like a little bit of note taking, but you do the homework. It's fun doing the research. It takes me at least like two or three hours to finish it and write the script for each episode, um, but it's well worth it. But it takes a lot out of me, and the editing included with that. Um, yeah, it's this is the second time it's been delayed because you know what in- I've found is very difficult um, doing the note, doing outlines for a podcast. Uh, these podcasts, like the Haycast, like we just like we just wing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, I I used to do, but like when you when when you actually have to have a plan, and uh, like when I record uh, uh, with Manish, uh, there's a very detailed outline that goes into that. Oh wow! <laughs> and it and it takes like a day or two to, you know, sit down and make notes and do an outline, and it's tough, but it's rewarding, and I dig it. Yeah, no, it's 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 uh it's fun doing that. Um, you know. For most of the podcasts I do, I just wait, like you said. Um, even like um, the soon-to-be-released, eventually, 
Guillermo del Toro podcast. I don't do a lot of work into that. Actually, I want to make I wanted to make that more freeform, like yeah. more sh- you know sh- shooting the shit, kind of like this. It's uh, fun. That's the second time I've used that phrase in this episode. I don't. It's it's a it's a good phrase. I don't feel good about it. Um, <laughs> but no, I I need like after the Spielberg thing is done. After the other podcast, I produce and edit Talk from Society Assemble. After that's done, I want to do something else. Maybe something with research, something with notes, something I have to write out. So I not, don't know exactly sure. I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do, but yeah, it's uh, like you said, it's it's a lot of work, but it's rewarding. Yes, it is. Um, okay, so we talked about our podcast. That's good. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, here's something. Here's something I want to talk to you about, Matt. Yeah. Before before we get into what movies we've seen recently, I moved to a smaller space. I uh, heard. I used to live in a in a nice sized duplex with roommates, and now I'm in you know a smaller space. Got a room to myself. Don't have the place to put my shelves where I had all my movies. Um, this sad. This makes me very sad for fans of the podcast. Because uh, we, oh my god, we've done almost 100, 100 episodes, right? Yeah. And we even had a game once where we would pull movies from the shelves and like uh, play like a guessing game with them or something, right? I, I can still play that game, by the way. <laughs> I cannot. Because I have good news. That. I have good news about my library. But go on. Yeah, let's, let, you know, before I get into what's happening with me further, what is your good news for from your library? All right, so I use that Blu-ray app to scan all my movies and keep track of them. Yeah. Uh, I recently crossed the 3,000 mark oh my for the movies that are God. sitting on my shelves right now. 3,000. I think 3, that was that was on Tuesday. Um, and of course, number 3,000 was a Ridley Scott movie. I picked up all the money in the world. Uh, oh, the money in I the world. All the money in the world, which is what I've spent on this library. I know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, right now I'm up to 3,007, I think. Jesus Christ. That I... was since Tuesday. So yeah, so you haven't changed. <laughs> um, nope. in, the, in the in the time we I mean, we've talked, but we haven't talked talked like this um, since the we last Haycast shop. Since really. the last Haycast episodes, uh, yeah, you've been more resilient with physical media. You've added more. You're adding more each day. It seems like you're adding one a day at this point. <laughs> Did you know you could just buy movies at a supermarket? Y- yeah, uh, I didn't. What you mean, like, uh, well, you guys don't have HEB, like, uh, our no, HEB. No, uh, I went to like a Shoprite, which is like, I guess, the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and in like the the magazine aisle, they had like one of those like movable carts. And yeah. It was packed. It was packed with Blu-rays. Yeah. That were uh, cheap. That that Shoprite sounds a lot like the HEB we have in Texas. Because uh, okay. yeah, the, the the HEBs we have here, which the HEBs, if you don't know. Listeners, it's a heb. It's a, it's a heb. It's a, <laughs> um, f- co-founded by a man named Mister Butts. Um, <laughs> but no, oh, but, that's delightful. <laughs> but they're a better, you know, Walmart. They're they're a better grocery store. Um, and yeah, they have like kind of like what you said, like little rolly carts filled with movies. And yeah, yeah. Um, I don't normally buy them from there because they're usually older and maybe. I wouldn't pay like ten bucks for what's an example? Um, my God, I'm having a hard time thinking of a movie. That's I don't know. In- well, I paid uh, six dollars for a Blu-ray of The Devil's Own, uh, <laughs> which is a pretty good movie from what I remember. It's got Harrison Ford and Brad Pitt as an IRA terrorist. 
Uh, it's pretty good. And I and I also got a paid $7 for a double feature of the Dirty Dozen and the Green Berets. So that'll be a fun night. Yeah, ours I th- I think what I think what's the deal with like the ones I see at my local grocery store is like I think they're from the Red Box. Like Okay. So you have movies like from like 3 years ago that are kind of like, oh, they're just the the Blu-ray and this is there's a DVD here too, but there's not. It's just the Blu-ray, hmm. and it's ten bucks. It's like okay, the used copies of these movies. I mean, I don't think these are used. I don't know. Yeah, so it's hmm. odd. I mean, they had a ten dollar copy of Winter Soldier, but I already have that. So, <laughs> so anyway, but I was I mean, like, I was like, hey, that's a pretty good deal. What's that Ron Howard movie with the race cars and Rush? The, Rush, yeah. So it's like that. Like, oh, here's a ten dollar copy of Rush that's used. <sighs> that's no. that's that movie is worth every penny. I love that movie so much. It's fine. It's it's fine. It's so, actually great, but okay, go on. What's my point? Okay, physical medium. The point is that you don't respect Rush. I ha- okay, that's neither one. the band nor the film. <laughs> the band's all right. The band's better than the film. So I have like I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I have all my movies either back at my parents' place in storage. Or in a storage unit across town. So I have about Sad. I have about like twenty movies here physically. So that's it. Other that's than so that sad. other than that, I'm all about my Apple TV. And I'm all long about Long boxes. I'm all about the, the what's what do you mean long boxes? Like they like people put comic books in. Oh, put your no. movies in long boxes under your bed. I can't no, I can't do that. <sighs> You're killing me. No, it no, it it just would not work in my space. Um <sighs> So, I'm here to tell you, Matt, I can see why people are not about physical media. Some I people. can't. Um, you said you can't? Come on. I can't. I can't understand that. It's give, baffling to me. Give, give me a break, because I've been... You you are the exception for the that last, I will give. For the last year since I got my Apple TV, I've been more about digital copies. So, I've been... So, as I was moving out of my place, I was like, I'm going to try to put as many digital copies in my iTunes library, you know, breaking them open from the Blu-ray, getting the codes, putting them in there. So that's how I've been living my life ever since. Just trying to go for that digital copy. Um, I had, I haven't bought a physical Blu-ray in like two months. If you could see my face right now, <laughs> the it's, last, it's, it's, it's like this scrunched up little badger face i'm making uh it's terrible the last one i bought was night of the living dead on criterion that's it hey i picked that up that movie looks really good (laughs) it looks amazing um but that's the last one and i haven't bought anything since physically um i should buy phantom i should buy phantom thread though i i I need it that uh that's a that's a that's a pretty good movie it's pretty good i love it i mean uh we haven't recorded since that came out but uh that's That's a pretty good movie damn it (laughs) I've been thinking about it ever since. I've been uh, eating a lot of mushrooms since I saw that movie. Uh, when that movie came out, I went on a, like a month-long kick where I would make myself mushroom omelets in the morning. Oh, boy. It was wonderful. I'm starting to get hungry for mushrooms. Um, okay, so, yeah, that's... I'm sorry, Matt. I mean, you know, my plan is to, in the f- next few months, to move into my own place, you know? Uh, I mean, a much larger place where I One have... One would hope. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I, I, I feel bad for the cats, honestly. The cats are fine. The cats are surviving. I was worried about the cats. Uh, I have two cats here. The little space, I was worried that they might be kind of... Uh, cabin fever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it seems like they're accustomed to it. But right now, okay, they're, sli- they're sleeping. 
Good. I have my cat tree in here. <laughs> awesome. So I couldn't fit the bookcases filled with movies because I had to put in a cat tree in my room. So they're good. They're good. So what you do is you hang the cat tree from the ceiling. <laughs> you know what? A, uh, and you my, just have upside down cats. There. <laughs> That's um, how that works, right? Apparently in this room, there used to be somebody living here who put like a tube system on the walls for their cats. What? I don't know. <laughs> what kind of what kind of tubes? Or, or did they have hamsters or something? No, it was like tubes big enough for cats to run around in. What the fuck? <laughs> on, on, on the walls. I don't know. That's what I was told. Wow, that's that's brilliant. Yeah, uh, I'm not I'm not smart enough to build. Don't or... install a tube <laughs> system for your for your cats, please. I'd be worried about them. Um, Jesus. Anyway, so that's what's going on with me. Uh, hey. What what have we been watching? I don't know. Uh, what have you been watching? Okay, I got one. Uh, Blockers. Ooh, the new John Cena film. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> this this new season, this new series we're doing. We've already mentioned John Cena twice. <laughs> I just realized. I, I'm I'm fine with this. Next episode, we gotta watch like Sisters or uh, Trainwreck, and just keep I'm, just John Cena. I'm always down going. to rewatch Sisters. I'm uh, fine with that. Sisters, I love it. Um, so it's a Blockers, fun movie. <laughs> directed by Kay Cannon, who I didn't connect that she is the writer of the Pitch Perfect trilogy. Um, Interesting. I didn't know that until the few days ago. I was like, whoa. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw Pitch Perfect 3. I could talk about that, I guess. Hey, I like that movie. Um, That's fine. So anyway, Kay Cannon, <laughs> her first directorial feature is this, nice. Blockers. Uh, I mean, she's been around forever, like writing on TV shows and writing movies. But this is her first time being a director. Uh, it's it's a good movie. I like this movie. It's it's fun. It has a good message. I like the acting in it. It's not only funny; it's heartwarming. It's what you'd want, like a teenage coming of age movie. You know, that's also like a raunchy R-rated comedy. It's it's what you want it to be. Okay, and, good. Yeah, it's smart about how it treats its characters um it gives the because like if you don't know it's about these three high schoolers who are going to prom and who are like hey let's let's make a pact let's lose our virginity tonight and the parents of the, hell yeah <laughs> the parents of, the parents of those teens of those teenage girls they find out and they're played by john cena uh leslie mann and ike Barinholt. i like him yeah, uh, and yeah, that's it. Follows them, the parents, as they try to stop this virginity losing pact. So, <laughs> hijinks ensue. Um, I love hijinks. And yeah, I, <clears throat> I was on board from the from the get go when I heard Leslie Mann was on uh, was in a starring role because I love Leslie Mann. I do. I enjoy her thoroughly. I mean, <laughs> what sealed the deal for me in this movie in terms of Leslie Mann was um, she she cries in this movie okay. and I think it's like I don't know what it is she's like the perfect crier um, she does it in like basically every movie she's in if you think about it 40 she's year, good at it 40 year old virgin uh, no it's not 40 year old virgin knocked up she does it knocked up for sure she does I've it never in, seen that uh, you never seen knocked up no I haven't <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I know. 
just want to hear from fucking everyone. It's a big one. You should watch it. You haven't seen Knocked Up? No, I haven't. Uh, this is 40? Nope. Uh, um, Funny People? I love that movie. Yeah. She for sure cries in that. But, like, she... she I don't... Like, when I was watching this, she cries. Spoiler alert. In Blockers, I'm like, she she does it better than anybody. It's good because she... It feels authentic. And it's also, yeah. it's also funny how she's crying. And she's also still able to deliver, like, you know... Uh, these lines yeah no she's a natural I don't know what it is uh, but her crying <laughs> I, I'm spending like five minutes talking about Leslie Mann's crying that's fine um, but yeah but Ike Barinholtz also is he gives like a dramatic performance during this like for one scene okay and oh it's it's I was like surprised and caught up emotionally and didn't expect that walking into a movie called Blockers so which is short for cock blockers. Uh, Which, what the movie was originally called uh, months ago when I first saw the trailer, and then they changed it. Yeah, now it's called Rooster. Rooster Icon, or Rooster Logo Blockers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird title. <laughs> but yes, but block- Blockers is good. Um, I'm glad it's making so much money. Uh, I'm glad people are going out to see it. Uh, and yeah, I want more comedies like this from now on. Uh, please, because... Not to bash on oh, one that came out like a few months ago, uh, but I was not a huge bash fan. Of, away. I was not a huge fan of Game Night. I thought mm. you said you liked it. I liked it, but in retrospect, I'm like, ah, we've seen it before. Like, I it's it's too much like other Jason Bateman R-rated comedies. Okay, like, that's like fair. Office Christmas Party, um, Horrible Bosses. Hor- Horrible Bosses, I think, is a, a legit criticism because i think the same writers who wrote that wrote this and directed this uh oh. ga- game night um but no 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 it's like i, I get it i get it i've seen it before but for, for blockers it's like oh it, it 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 really tries to break down these like uh it's it's kind of meta it breaks down these uh it's like what it's like uh what an audience would expect to see in like a raunchy teen comedy okay it, it breaks that down and it kind of throws a curveball at you it's like oh here you go here's something completely different so yeah excellent blockers so that's my that's my pick that's the one i've seen recently all right what about you matt okay um i don't know if anyone's aware of this they probably are uh recently i started a podcast project with uh the writer for our website uh, manish mathur uh called the outstanding best pictures podcast and this is tangentially related to that I recently discovered John Ford. <laughs> oh boy, where have you been? Uh, not watching John Ford movies, apparently. I watched uh, three in a row, actually, and uh, not specific. One was specifically for that podcast. Two were because I was in the mood to watch them finally and cross them off my list. So I watched The Searchers, Stagecoach, and The Quiet Man. Oh, these these are three very good movies. Uh, Marcello and listeners don't know if you know this, but uh, this John Ford gu- kid is going places. Uh, he's uh, he knows where to put a camera, and he knows how to get uh, great performances out of people, especially John Wayne. And uh, yeah, I loved all three of these. These are very, very good. Uh, I'm guessing you've seen all of them, yes? I've seen two out of three. Uh, so Stagecoach, I've seen. Yes, that was really, really damn good. I uh, kind of blown away by it. Yeah, I, I saw it in, in college, and yeah, I was also blown away. I was like, oh, it's like this. 
I think it's one of the first movies to really do uh, the the modern Western tropes like perfectly well. Like it, yeah, kind uh, of a bro- bunch it, of people trapped in one area. Yeah, I uh, really like it. I love the cast. Um, the cast is really good. Uh, I love John Carradine. I love John Wayne in this. I really haven't seen much of his work, but uh, he's really good here. Uh, I really want to highlight Andy Devine in this movie. Uh, he was in. I watched. Okay, you've seen the um, Robin Hood, the Disney one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, he does the voice of Friar Tuck in that. Okay. So I hear him start talking in Stagecoach, and I really like. I recognize the voice. Uh, so I went to, uh, my, you know, classic film expert friend, uh, Dr. West Anthony on Twitter and said, who is this man? Why do I know his voice? He's like, oh, that's Andy Devine. He was the voice of Friar Tuck and Robin Hood and one of the bullets in, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I was like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that, that's, that, that, you're the best. But yeah, love him. Uh, he's got that really distinctive voice. He plays the driver of the stagecoach. Yeah. No, I, I, I dig it a lot. I love uh, stagecoach. And what were the other two? The Searchers and uh, what? The Searchers and uh, Quiet Man. That one I haven't seen. Quiet Man I have not seen. It's uh, terrific. Uh, it's a uh, it's John Wayne not playing a cowboy. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Uh, it's, it takes place in Ireland. He moves there after he retires from boxing and basically uh, falls in love, gets hitched and uh, it's small town in Ireland. It's a lot of fun and it ends with a 25 minute fist fight. Yeah. That's amazing uh they fight all through the town uh they go into a pub uh they take a break to buy a drink and drink a beer and then finish up their fight and keep going <laughs> it's awesome i've i've heard so much about it and i i, I don't know why i haven't seen it uh, who, who's the lead actress in it maureen o'hara that's right yeah yeah um Oh, and the Searchers, amazing! Totally lives up to its "Hey, it's a legend" status. Uh, that movie is great. Yeah, that's uh, w- that's one I've seen. But I, when I saw it, I was like in a Western mood. I saw like three westerns in one night. Okay. And I, I didn't, I didn't dig it as much as I, I should have. Uh, I watched uh, revisit. Yeah, I should because I watched some, yeah. I watched like another western, uh, like one starring Clint Eastwood. I forget the, I forget. That one. Hail Rider. No, something like that. And I was like, that's better than the, uh, the Searchers. And my roommate was like, you're crazy. <laughs> Hail Rider's pretty good. I don't yeah. know if that's the one you watched, but... Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure which one it was, but continue, Matt. I mean, the Searchers, I I need to revisit it, but I know it's a classic. Uh, to use a current film Twitter uh, saying, it fucks. <laughs> it's, I, uh, it's pretty damn good. I don't like that <laughs> saying, by the way. Carlo hates it too. <laughs> He's like, I hate it so much. Just say it's awesome. I'm like, but no, it's the opposite of sucks. <laughs> it uh, it grilled on me like uh, two days after it was used on Twitter. Uh, so. I love it. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, oh, the Searchers, very good. And okay. uh, I, it got me to actually go on Amazon and I picked up uh, the man who shot Liberty Valance, and I'll be watching that soon. Yes, that is a classic. Solid. Yep, gotta see it. Solid. It's got movie. Jimmy Stewart. Come on. Who doesn't oh love gosh. old Jimmy Stewart? Uh it's it's so good. I'm I'm happy you're going down this John Ford path. Yeah, I was in Barnes and Noble today. They have a book called uh Wayne and Ford, or is it Ford and Wayne? Something like that. It's like a brand new hardcover, it just came out. It's about their relationship throughout the years. I gotta pick that up. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I, I for sure need to watch uh, more John Ford. Because he's pretty good. He's pretty, and he's also pretty prolific, isn't he? Uh, he's, I believe, he's the only director to win four Best Director Oscars. Oh boy. Yeah, he he kind of wipes the floor with every, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I saw the Searchers. I this is bugging me because I wanted to know what I watched that night that I thought was better than the Searchers. So okay. <laughs> According to Letterboxd, I saw The Searchers on March 17th, 2013. Oh, wow. That was a while ago. Uh, so I have to look at March 17th, 2013. Um, we'll see if we, I've do this before the end of the episode. Uh, what else did I watch? Um, hmm. What else did you watch, Matt? Uh, okay. Uh, so what what other big movie has come out that we've both seen? Have you seen A Quiet Place? Nope. Uh, what about... Um, that new Pacific Rim. Nope. Okay. What about? Fun fact: I'm not a huge fan of the first one, so the concept of a sequel did nothing for me. Oh yeah, you're a crazy person. Yes, uh, that's me. I'm crazy. What about uh, Unsane? Nope. What is your problem? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm a horrible human being. Yeah. Okay. What else is out? Um, I watched The Rocketeer. <laughs> that, movie, that movie's super fun. They released that in theaters? You saw that? No, I watched it at home. Uh, Carl and I are doing our Marvel rewatch, and we watched the first Avenger, directed by Joe Johnston, and Carlo went to bed, and I was like, you know what, screw it, I'm going to watch The Rocketeer, also directed by Joe Johnston, and it's awesome. <laughs> that movie's really, really good. And now that I know a little bit about Errol Flynn, the Timothy Dalton character makes sense, because they're both playing pieces of shit. Whereas Errol Flynn was a piece of shit. Yeah, I I haven't seen that movie in a pretty long time. It's good. The Rocketeer. Yeah, Timothy Dalton's awesome as the villain. Yeah, I, I, uh, Joe Johnston's The First Avenger, I think when it first came out, people did not like it, right? No, no, it wasn't a huge outcry of people who didn't like it. I liked it. Yeah, I know people liked it, but they didn't love it. Now people, I think, really love it. It's yeah, because they uh, realized, hey, we were wrong. Yeah. Um, um, what else did I watch? I uh, During Easter, I went to my parents' house for Easter, and we watched... Uh, I saw Sister Act for the first time. <laughs> Sister Act. And that was super fun. Uh, we, were, we were downstairs watching TV, and Carlos flipping through channels, and Sister Act had started like five minutes before. He's like, oh, let's watch this. And I was like, oh, I've never seen it. And, he's, and he looks at me like, what's wrong with you? I was like, oh, I don't know. I just never saw this movie and then my mom had never seen it either so she sat down and watched it with us it's a hoot this movie's lots of fun uh i can see why it's so popular uh the music's great whoopie's awesome yeah sister act is cool i like it i'll probably watch the sequel one day even though everyone says it's terrible <laughs> i haven't seen that since like they showed it like on a saturday on like a uh, fox uh, like 20 years ago. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I don't know. Um, I mean, is it is it really something to get angry over if if somebody hasn't seen it? Maybe? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I, uh, I watched Krull. What's that again? Krull? What is that? It's like a... Directed by Peter Yates, came out in 83. It's like this weird, like, fantasy movie. I've uh, heard of it. I, I'm it, ha- it has it has uh, uh, the weapon called the glaive, which is basically like a multi-prom boomerang with knives on the end of it. Okay, you lost me. I don't know what they they, they about. use. They use the glaive at the end of Ready Player One. 
Oh, that was the thing where there are a lot of things in Ready Player One where I was like, and that's and that's when I I yelled out in a crowded theater, the fucking glaive. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the moments where I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why people are so excited about this, but I guess use the fucking glaive. That's why you keep um, keep saying that word like you like it's you cool. Expect me to know uh, what it is. Okay, anyway. let me let me throw it back to to crawl here. Please, I saw this movie when I was a kid. Uh, I don't know if any listeners uh, go to a website called Dinosaur Dracula. Are you familiar with this? No. Or I'll send you the link. He talks. He does a lot of like nostalgia pieces about like you know old toys and TV shows and stuff. He recently did a really good retrospective on a channel called WPIX. It was Channel Eleven in my area, uh, and it's where they showed a lot of old, uh, not old movies, but like horror movies. Uh, like they had this thing called Shocktober, where they would just like overload the airwaves with horror movies, and they they were really cool. Um, I'll send you the link to this article. It's really really cool. It brought back a lot of memories it's the first place i saw krull uh it's the first place i saw chopping mall uh the first time i ever saw creep show 2 was on wpix on a saturday morning because let's throw this terrifying horror movie on right after the cartoons because that's a thing that wpix would do uh they were really crazy with their programming uh, and that's where I first saw Krull, and it's super fun. It's basically you got to save the universe from this crazy creature who looks like an alien, and Liam Neeson's in it uh, for a little bit. He's fun. Uh, it's good. It's it's a good solid '80s fantasy film, uh, which for some reason I, I got this bug up my ass where I want to watch '80s fantasy films this year. So that's the thing I'm doing. <laughs> I have not set any goals like that for me. I'm just at this point. I'm just trying to watch as many movies as I can. Yeah. And that's why the same day I watched Conan the Barbarian for the first time. Hey, I thank you for stalling, Matt, because I'm sure you did that just to stall for me. I finally, I did. I also did it because I wanted to talk about Crawl. <laughs> <laughs> I finally found out because I know the listeners are on the edge of their seats. I found I out. Am. Found out the movie I was talking about. Okay, so what did you see on March seventeenth, two thousand thirteen. I saw not one, not two, not three, but four westerns. Jesus! That night, and they were all Rango. I start. <laughs> yeah, that was it. No, I started out with Heaven's Gate. Oh, okay. Wow. So you started off with like a five-hour movie. Good. Oh for you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I saw The Searchers. Well, you were probably way too exhausted from Heaven's Gate to really like, you know, delve into The Searchers. Possibly, but then after that, I stayed up and watched. Joe Kid, no, sorry, Shane. So Shane. I've never seen that. Really good. And then Joe Kid. I don't uh, know what that is. Joe Kid is the Clint Eastwood movie I was referring no, to. I've never heard of it. It's a Clint Eastwood western. Uh, Interesting. I'm going to read you the description. It says, "Well, the tagline is, if you're looking for trouble, he's Joe Kid." Which, <laughs> which is a, a play on words. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's wonderful. A band of Mexicans find their U.S. land claims denied and all their records destroyed in a courthouse fire. Their leader, Luis Chama, encourages them to use force to regain their land. A wealthy landowner, sure. <laughs> a wealthy landowner wanting the same, decides to hire a gang of killers with Joe Kid to track Chama. Joe Kid. I do not remember anything about this movie. <laughs> But you liked it more than The Searchers. But apparently I liked it more than The Searchers. I, I think I liked Shane. Damn. Well, I, I for sure, I think like liked Shane more than The Searchers. Shane okay. was incredible. I still remember lots of Shane. 
Uh, and Heaven's Gate is my favorite of that bunch. Heaven's Gate stays with me. It's that's a good movie. It's a oh, I love it. So anyway, that's what it was. That's a great way to end the episode. Um, that yeah. was that was Hey, what you watching from March seventeenth, two thousand thirteen. Yeah. Uh, Matt, any last words? Not really. Not I had really. fun. Yeah, this is good. This is another good mini episode. This should, is good. We should do these more often. Yes. Um, yeah. So next time you're bored, hit yeah. me up on Skype. You and uh, I'll I'll do this. This is fun. You caught me at a good moment because I was like, "Hey, you're not doing anything. Let's just record an episode." Yeah. So yeah. So these are good. So uh, thanks for listening, folks. Oh, and what's the catchphrase in the end? So long, and thanks for all the fish. Keep on watching. And thanks for listening. Sure. <laughs> I guess that's it. <laughs>